Did your ear just go out? A little bit. I can still hear shit, though. Oh, there, yeah, there you go. Rosicondos! Okay, here, ready? Nope. <laughs> Whenever it goes into the tank to dang tank, it feels like it's going to sink in, but it doesn't. You're going to have to bring that cowbell to the show next week. <laughs> Run just, up on him. Just one of those real, like, not, like a real cowbell, not like something yeah. with a stick, one with the, with the bell in it, like clink, 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 clink. That's what that is, I think. Yeah, no, I know that one is. That's what's funny about it. But Straight it's not off the neck. It's not the uh, Fear the Reaper or the fucking uh, Mississippi Queen. Tink, 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 tink. I'm glad the cowbell thing's over with. Yeah, there's I'm gl- still some cowbell holder on to yours. I'm g- okay. I was going to say, I'm glad that I don't have to, to run the risk of hearing, we need more cowbell on, <laughs> at a fucking there. party or at a show because that got annoying quick. It's still out there. <laughs> There's a bunch of things that like people will hold on to forever that you still hear. What? Yeah, that. Uh, what's the I other can't one? believe that people still go. What? Like number one, it's it's a show from over a decade ago referencing a rapper that nobody remember. I guarantee you that more people remember D- Dave Chappelle doing the rapper than actually know who Little John is. Yeah, you know, like. But people still what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga's career is over. Uh, fuck your couch. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I get it. I, I think I said that the other day. <laughs> yeah, I remember dragging my feet. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. That shit was hilarious. Yeah. The Chappelle show was amazing, but sometimes maybe it's time to give shit up. I think Chappelle's making a comeback with his big ass arms. I, I saw him, um, oh, well, it had to be about three years ago now on the, uh, whatever that big comedy tour that they do is. He was headlining it. And he was funny as fuck. Yeah, he was. He was great. He was just as funny as killing him softly. It was, you know, and uh, he hasn't lost a step. Although, yeah, he is jacked as shit, That's which is so weird, weird to see him. Yeah. Weird to see him jacked. Like, hey, and he was even this was the goofy lanky. He was even wearing a like a, a white wife beater. Like he was <laughs> flaunting the fact that he was fucking jacked up. Yeah, you he know? wears those like guinea, like the extra guinea wife beaters, like not the Hanes ones, the ones that like have the fucking <laughs> that look like a, a bulletproof vest and shit. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty intense. But yeah, he was fucking, he was funny as hell. I don't know, whatever. I loved it. I love the man. He's hilarious. Yeah, and not like my friend says, just because he's black and he talks funny. Now there is that because he is black and he does talk funny. So that does it does make That's me laugh. That's my department. But um, but uh, he's also uh, a very, very, very good comedian. Very yeah. smart joke writer. We're just rambling. So here's the deal. Welcome to the Awkward High Five Podcast. My name is Devin. Man, I'm rich. And I'm running on like zero sleep for the past two days. You got the new job going. I, I started a new job. Um, not that that's, I expect that to be interesting to anybody who listens to the show about my private regular life, but um, I've been unemployed and, and kind of bouncing in between things for about a year and a half now. And I think finally I found some steady, uh, semi lucrative employment. That'll uh, that'll get me back on the uh, I don't know what's the phrase I'm looking for back back on my feet mm-hmm. popping and moving uh, which would be nice um, it's not going to affect this podcast in any way that's what everybody everybody who knows me has asked me that like they're they're like Ooh, what about the podcast yeah they're, they're <laughs> like so you got a job yeah it's in Queens yeah are you going to continue to do the podcast <laughs> yes I'm going to continue to do the podcast the podcast isn't leaving a high five is priority number one. 
we might have to figure out a little bit different of a schedule or something like that. But, yeah. but for me right now, I'm commuting from Central Jersey into Long Island City, and uh, and the job is great. It doesn't matter what it is or what's going on because again, it's not it's not pertinent to this show. But um, it's a great job. The people there seem really cool. The money's right um, for what the job is. But I'm waking up at like fucking 4.45 in the morning, commuting almost two hours each way to get this thing. Waking up in the dark. That's <laughs> fucked up. And that is fucked up. Yeah. That's that's a good point. That's mm. fucked up. I, 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 I've, I have not done that in a very, very, very long... Actually, I couldn't even tell you the last time I did that because my old job... You know, I kind of came and went, and I never went into that place before 9.30 in the morning, and I live 20 minutes away, so I would literally wake up at 8.45, jump in the shower, and go to work, and sometimes even later than that. I can't tell you the last time, probably school, probably like in the winter, and when, yeah. and when you have an 8 o'clock in the morning college class, and you have to get up and, and walk there, and it's still like dusk, and you get that dew all over the place. Yeah, but school's different, because you're just pretty much walking somewhere to go back to sleep. Well, <laughs> like in those eight o'clock classes, you go there in your jammies and shit, bring fucking pillows with you. Right. I actually, I saw a meme the other day. Memes are now, uh, are just, that's everything. People are now communicating in memes. I have a, I have a friend on Facebook who I, I don't, I shouldn't even call him a friend. He's an ex-coworker. I really don't know anything about his life, but I could deduce by all his cryptic Facebook posts that um, he's just went through a serious breakup. And he's literally talking to the world through memes. Like, he's just reposting memes about broken hearts and jokes about ex-girlfriends oh, and everything. And it's all he's doing. Like, it, like at least if you're going to get... if At least if you're going to work out your problems through social media, which I don't recommend and I would never do myself, at least use your own words. Instead of, like, going to fucking, I don't know, like, fucking goodhumor.com or whatever <laughs> and finding these fucking memes that literally are just other people just like you writing sentences, putting them on a picture and putting them on Instagram, <laughs> and then people are stealing them. At least it's better than him just writing, like... You know, my life sucks. This girl's a bitch, and please comment to make me feel better. Yeah, well, he's yeah, doing that too. Yeah, <laughs> and I and I it, okay. First, let me say what I was going to say about the meme. The meme was uh, somebody wrote um, like me in class, and it said, "Okay, I got forty minutes left. That's only two twenty minutes. So as long as, long as I just have to sit here through four ten minute period things or whatever. <laughs> I I, yeah, and that's what made me laugh so hard because that was fucking college for me. I that same frame of thinking I did all the time. Okay, forty minutes is only really two twenty minutes, and twenty minutes is really only four ten minutes, and I could get through ten minutes of anything. Yeah. So just four ten minutes, and I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. And I haven't thought that way in so long. That's what fucking uh, made me laugh about it. When things are like a half hour away, I'm always like, that's just like watching a show. Yeah, <laughs> watching a show isn't that long so if i could get through watching a sitcom i'll get there <laughs> and that's like how i measure distance and shit like in steel cages <laughs> like, <laughs> like when people are like oh it's a football field away i'm thinking oh it's only six steel cages away right because right. <laughs> <laughs> i i could just picture how big a steel cage is well i i you know i've 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 thought that way before and i think there's an actual uh like uh what, there's a theory behind it but there is that thing of like you well uh, the reverse of that and i know this for a fact but i just don't know the name of it off the top of my head but there's there's a theory or maybe it's not a theory maybe it's one of these things where 
I don't know. I don't know what the word. See, I, zero sleep. I can't fucking even think. <laughs> but basically, what it is is that you can never actually get from point A to point B because in order to get from point A to point B, you have to go the half half of the way there at some point, right? So you got your point A, you got your point B. So at some point while you're traveling the point from point A to point B, you get to a halfway point. And then at that point, from that halfway point to point B, that you have to get to half of that. And then half of that and half of that and half of that and half of that. And there, there would never be there's never gonna be a point where there isn't a half of something that you have to get to. So therefore you can never technically get to point B. Unless you wrap your like little sleep. head around that one, motherfuckers. Unless you could sleep through the whole thing. Then it's just like <laughs> I'm at A, I wake up, I'm at B. But that's not the whole point. You're not. You're not in a bus. It, like any mode of transportation. <laughs> it's not true. But tech. It's one of these like loophole kind of things. But yeah, that's the way I, uh, um, I've thought before and like road trips and shit like that. But it's. I don't know how to explain it. It's. It's like. Um, like if you're looking at a whole big thing that that seems daunting, like a whole amount of time, like we just discussed, or a, a long distance. And then you try to break it down into these small distances. You could keep breaking it down into like the smallest little distance and then be like, okay, this is, uh, you know, fucking 435,000 feet I got to travel. But I could travel one foot, you know. And But at what point does it add up to the bigger difference? Yeah. And sometimes with time, like I'm not about to do math, but... If it's a certain amount of minutes away and I know there's 60 seconds in a minute, I'll be like, oh, that's like counting to 3,000. <laughs> so if I just sit here and count to 3,000, I'll get there. <laughs> yeah, it, it, seems, it seems doable, but then at some point you're like, I'm fucking counting to 3,000. Yeah. It's like that, uh, um, that Kimmy Schmidt show, which I know you watched yeah. because you, you made me play that song on here at one point. Mm-hmm. And that's her thing on that show is you could do anything for 10 seconds, right? So you just add up the 10 seconds mm-hmm. or something. I wish that really worked in real life. It sounds so good on paper. It works for me. But it- <laughs> um, anyway, what what was the whole point of me bringing up memes? Uh, oh, some kid that lives his life through memes. Anyway, my my what I, what I'm saying is I'm um, I'm working a new job and it's great. It's just I'm fucking I'm shot. I'm shot and as shit. It's not gonna affect the podcast. I'm sh- it's not gonna affect the podcast. And if any listeners are worried about me selling sperm or drugs affecting the podcast, that won't happen either. Or blood. Oh, oh, these these are your new lines. It's my new job. Well, <laughs> you, you you showed up looking particularly homeless today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't showered in a few days. You kind of stink. You kind of got that Giordano funk going on. Yeah, you look like days. you look like you're the bass player for suicidal tendencies. <laughs> that's my new job. Oh, good. Well, that should be a lucrative fucking thing. <laughs> um, so oh, so you're just worried about money, right? Yeah. So. I know, shit, my blood or sperm won't sell, so those jobs I'm fired from already. Well, no one's going to take your blood, all right? <laughs> or my, you think my blood goes worse than sperm? <laughs> yeah, but blood there's actually rules against. <laughs> the sperm there isn't? Well, I don't, I don't know. it has got to be sperm rules. How could they, how, no, they can't, I, what do they do? Test everybody that goes into a sperm bank? I guess the answer to that is yes. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I think there's like a questionnaire, like, have you done drugs in the past 24 hours? Have you had sex in the past 24 hours? You know what I mean? So, yeah, okay. Fail, fail, fail. But with blood, they could actually test that and uh, then not use it. Yeah. Right. With sperm, I don't think they can. They probably can. No. Yeah. I don't know. I've never sold sperm. Plus, I don't think my count is doing too well either since I've never, ever slipped one through. Really? Never. Not once. Not I'm, once? Not even came close. Really? There's no fear in that department. <laughs> I wish I could stay the same, my friend. I wish I could stay the same, but um, 
I had scares early on, early on into my sexual, uh, my sexual being, my sexual beginning at a very, I was a very young teenager. Freshman. Like almost immediately had to deal with a pregnancy situation. It was probably like that new kid sperm. <laughs> <laughs> like fresh out the fucking bottle. Yeah. Just ready to take on the world. <laughs> Youth sperm. There's some dude, I saw an article, there's some dude where women are like begging for his sperm. Really? He's like supposedly has like the best sperm out there. Why? And it's not your little brother. <laughs> but I don't know why. They must test his sperm. But is it because is it because of his uh, his characteristics? Like is he like full head of hair, muscly? Like is he like the perfect guy and women just think that they're going to get his his traits into their children? It said something about like if you get his sperm, you're guaranteed a baby. Like there's no oh, there's no chance. Like of it's just not it's, working. That shit's punching through the walls. Yeah, because that's what I'm wondering. Like, what if you? Because I'm sure you have to pay all this money for artificial insemination, right? I would suppose so. so what yeah. if you pay all that money and it's not a keeper? You get a refund. Yeah, like a return policy. <laughs> but maybe they, maybe yeah. I mean, can you just keep trying until you get pregnant? I would, I would guess that if I was going to spend a certain amount of money, let's just say it's like ten thousand dollars or something like that, then the end result, they, yeah, you couldn't just give them ten thousand dollars and then be like, oh, sorry, try again. <laughs> yeah. Whenever you got another ten fucking k, come back. That's but what I'm wondering. I think the end result means that you have to, uh, that you have to get pregnant, right? It's got to be a swimmer, I guess. Oh. Fuck, what was I just going to say? What did you just say? This is why I'm so... Ah, this tiredness. Sorry. Uh, good sperm? Bad sperm? Mm-mm. You said something before Medium that. sperm? I had, like, <laughs> I had an interesting... Oh, yeah. Here's the deal. Fucking um, my whole life, and I think it's because I had um, this this pregnancy scare early on at a, at a very young age, um, my whole life... I just assume, and when I say my whole life, I mean until I was like 34 years old, until I was recently single and out into back, getting back into the world and, and, and spending time with different ladies that I find out that not necessarily do you, I, do you, if you come in somebody that they get pregnant. Oh no! I thought that it was one hundred percent guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs> like, like I, I've spent my life whole life. Fear. I have spent my whole life trying to take keep my semen away from any sort of opening, just in case one snuck through. Look who's talking style. Yeah. Because I thought the second that you uh, inseminated into a woman that she got pregnant, <laughs> just found out in my fucking thirties, approaching midlife. <laughs> <laughs> that that there's that that people actually have to try to get pregnant yeah. like couples like have sex all the time and and come inside of each other all the time and still don't get pregnant right. i did not know that i always wonder why you used condoms uh well i i don't but i but i uh, i'm good at the rhythm method let's say <laughs> i'm a good catholic boy <laughs> But when I was I was engaged uh, 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 to be married, <laughs> that sounded so weird. Yeah, I, I was engaged at one point, and we were getting close to the to the wedding date, and um and yeah, I started using condoms because I and it, and, and it was a mutual decision. The the woman I was with also decided that as well because she wasn't on birth control because she had adverse effects to that. It was like fucking with her brain or some shit. Birth control is like the worst shit in the world. Yeah, it's like it that. really fucks with your hormones and your brain. It's crazy. People could have strokes and 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 crazy shit. But she was having some uh, crazy shit going on with that. We actually had to go to the hospital a few times. So she so it was like fuck it, like you know this isn't worth it. And then um, and then when we we're getting closer to the wedding, I started using condoms because I the last thing we wanted to do is have her pregnant for the wedding, like a seventies wedding. But if I would have, <laughs> yeah. With the biggest bump, I always thought that was. Cute. I would, I would sport some fucking land chops and uh, fucking. I don't. But 
<laughs> yeah, those thick ass gorilla monsoon glasses. <laughs> <laughs> but that that was stupid for two reasons. One, because at the time I didn't realize that you could have sex without automatically getting a girl pregnant. Mm-hmm. And two, uh, planning that wedding was so stressful that our sex life completely disappeared anyway. So it wasn't really, you know. In theory, I was using condoms, but it wasn't like I was wearing them over my hands. And them shits are so expensive. It's like 20 bucks for three condoms. You know what I did? It's like seven bucks a fuck. You know what I did? And I <laughs> <laughs> Seven bucks a fuck. Um, I, I, like a smart consumer that I am, I went on Amazon and bought in bulk. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that those fucking things are still in my storage space someplace oh, right they now. They gotta be ruined. Big lots condoms. <laughs> Yes, that I got a discount because they were defective. Yeah, no, but I, I literally did went and like bought like a fucking like fifty count box because it was so much cheaper. Because if you go to like the ones Mark brought to Woodstock, <laughs> like the, the, what what do you think in your head when I say this word prophylactic? You, do you think of the, the same thing that I think of the ones that like are like in clear casing and they're like bright blue and red and yellow, like the different colors? I just picture a big old tan one. <laughs> For some reason, pro, pro <laughs> I feel like the tan ones smell weird. Like, like I'm talking about the ones the TLC used to wear over their glasses and like yeah. and safety pin to their shirts and shit. The ones that were like bright blue and I red. I like those ones. They're thin. But who, like, who? I've never. I've I've worn condoms. I've watched pornography with condoms in them. I've, Oof, what a waste. I know, but it's <laughs> happened. But I've never seen somebody actually wearing a giant blue condom like <laughs> i love those shit <laughs> you've worn blue condoms yeah. before blue red green every condom that i've ever worn has been the the, reg- the regular tan or maybe like a light orange color whatever yeah. they may be but i've never had the cool like fluorescent fucking condoms on. wow no they're cool i've had mint condoms i got this condom once mint that, condoms yeah I had, I why got, why would they have to have a flavor in case i guess people blow each other with condoms come on nobody's ever blown anybody with a condom ever. you never know why would that know. happen I don't know semen. Now, <laughs> defective semen. If I had to, I would have sex without a condom. I mean, with a condom. But if I was offered a blowjob and then the girl said I had to put on a condom, I just politely didn't fucking decline that blowjob. What is the point of a blowjob with a condom on? Yeah, it's not that bad. What? Well, she was a professional. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it was more for you than for her. Yeah. You're just hoping that there wasn't any fucking open sores going on oh, in that yeah. bitch. Oh, I get it. That's a party. Well, I've never been with the lady of the night before, <laughs> no. so I didn't know. I- Streetwalker. I've never been with a streetwalker before, so I didn't know that that was a procedure. Yeah. Oh, they put it on with the mouth and everything. Mm. While it's soft and big then blue, you got the big blue on with the mouth. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. You know what? I'm gonna go buy myself a fucking bulk pack of big blue prophylactics, <laughs> and I'm gonna keep them in my wallet like I'm fucking 16 years old until they get stale and crusty and never used. I'm trying to think, was it blue? I think it was green. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, one time this condom came with this awesome ring that you turn on and vibrates. Like a cock ring? A vibrating cock ring. On the condom? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And I think it worked more for me. <laughs> it was awesome. I've never got the cock ring either. Like it basically what that is is that's supposed to keep you hard even after you're not you're not hard anymore or something, right? No, it's supposed to be better for her. Oh, it's re- like it's like one big rib. <laughs> You know what? No, I, I don't believe that that's the use of no, a cock ring. I think I, don't know. I think cock rings are supposed to um, show everyone that your dick is married. <laughs> <laughs> this one's taken. I think what it is, it's supposed to it's like cut like uh, cut off the flow of blood 
so that your your dick stays harder longer. Oh yeah, it could be. I think this is like a pre Viagra kind of thing. Yeah. I think cock rings have have gone the way of the dodo bird after Viagra came out. <laughs> but what I never understood because I never wore one is when you put those cock rings on, do you just put it around your cock or do you put it around your cock and balls? And why Can't do I keep balls. saying the word cock so much? Can't be balls. I don't know. The only thing I ever, the, I, the only thing I've ever knew about a cock ring was pump up the volume when Christian, when uh, when she asked him if he really wears a cock ring or something. That, and that's all I've ever known about it. I, I think <laughs> they might have said it in a no effects song once. I've never, I've never seen one. I've never wanted to see one. I've never used one. I don't know how it works. You know I don't have the fucking blueprints. After like months, maybe even a year, I found the cock ring and it was like, it was in this like basket of like old records. <laughs> and I tried to see if it still turned on and that shit still worked. <laughs> Wait, the vibrating one? Yeah. I must have threw it across the room or some shit. <laughs> the best is when you're all. You, you... Where are you buying your condoms? <laughs> like a fucking I don't know. like wacky condom world? <laughs> Where you're getting these all these fucking great blue red fucking cock vibrating cock ring condoms straight off the shelf. I'm sitting there with fucking Anoxanil nine fucking <laughs> stinky spermicide tan condoms. Big brown, <laughs> big tan. My shit isn't even ribbed for anybody's pleasure. <laughs> yeah, the best is when you're all wasted and you wake up in the morning and there's like 18 condoms on your floor. Like, <laughs> it couldn't work out. When we were in college, uh, I've I brought a girl home one night and. Um, and I, it, I was very, very drunk, and uh, I could not. I, I just, it just wasn't working. I, I just couldn't um, keep it up, as they say. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was a girl I didn't know, and I and I felt the need to use condoms, but I didn't have any condoms, so I fucking like the worst roommate in the world ravaged my uh, my roommate at the times, um, who was a dude that I didn't really know. I mean, this is like months within meeting this guy. Like went through his, and he was he was like. Who was it, Big Italy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was one of these guys who was like always, uh, you know. Uh, Wearing condoms? Yeah. Like, he was like, he, he was the dude that would wear a condom out just in case. <laughs> it's already on, dude. It's already, it's already ready to go. It's so true. Um, so, yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> so, it, it didn't take very long for me to find his stash of condoms. And then there there must have been at least a good six or seven in there. And I used every single fucking one of them <laughs> because I just kept getting, you know, you know. And uh, and he uh, he reprimanded me the next day. He, he was he was very upset that I ran through his because I guess when you're fucking nineteen years old in college and condoms being as expensive as they are, yeah, you get pissed off. That's like somebody stealing your drugs. Yeah, and them shits are expensive. Seriously, seven bucks a fuck. <laughs> seven thirty three a fuck. Got to go on Amazon and buy in bulk, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that's too much. Now that I'm gonna get my big okay, we just talked about fucking condoms for <laughs> way too long for no fucking reason. Well, it's it's a big issue these days. A lot of fucked up shit going around. Well, but is it though? Because I don't. I said this the other uh, another podcast, and I was kind of joking. But you do another podcast? No. Yes. <laughs> on the side. Yes. You better be wearing condoms. There's all condoms. <laughs> all condoms all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um no on the I, one of the podcasts that we did the ai I'm, fuck i am so tired and losing my mind um i i uh i fucking um i brought up you brought up stds and i said is there is there really such thing as stds because when we grew up in the late 80s and the early 90s aids was the biggest fucking thing that's another thing yeah. i remember thinking that my chances as a white middle class suburban kid 
that my chances of getting AIDS was like 90% when I was, you know, when I, when I first started having sex. Really? Yeah, because all, all that there was in the 90s was AIDS talk. There was the AIDS blanket that was making its way around. There was a fucking puck on the real world or pager on the real world. Uh, there was concerts all over the place for AIDS, like all that shit. So as a little, yeah, you- Night pricking people at the acupuncture place. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know about that yet. I didn't know that young, fucking easy was about to get it acupuncture style. <laughs> but when I was a kid, I just thought because nobody sat down and explained it to me that if you had sex, your chances, if you had unprotected sex, your chances of getting AIDS was through the roof. That's the way I thought. Nobody ever said, Hey, you know, if you're going to be having sex with 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 uh, you know, these these white chicks that and I don't mean to make it like it's not like it's a black thing or anything, right, but right. it but it was more it was more urban areas and stuff like that. If like if if nobody sat me down and said, "Hey, if you're a heterosexual white male, 16-year-old male who's having sex with another 16-year-old yeah. girl who's probably never From had Hazlitt. sex with anybody else in their life that you're not going to get AIDS." I didn't know that. I mean, I figured it out. <laughs> But, but you know, and then, but now, uh, and it might be because of medication or, or or whatever. But you don't hear a lot of people talk about STDs at all anymore. You don't see you don't see like public service announcements about STDs like we used to when we were kids, or either that, or I'm just not paying attention to it. I don't know. I don't, well, I know that, like we said, syphilis. Uh, there's no such thing as syphilis anymore, right? That's gone. Well, I think it's it's still there, but it's so treatable that it's not a big deal. Yeah, I think all STDs are treatable with penicillin, and then you got you know the big HIV, and that's I feel like in white suburbia it's rare. You know, I don't know anybody with HIV. Right, right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, but now it's I think it's even rarer everywhere because, and that's another thing. It's like. It, like they they apparently have found i don't want to say a cure but but an effective method of at least treating or prolonging hiv or not turning it into aids or something like that yeah. right i would suppose i don't have these facts but it's not this prominent uh you know scary thing that's hanging over the world like it used to like it seemed like when we were younger but how is that not this crazy thing because like imagine they came up with a, a cure for cancer right now uh, some might say that they do have it, but but uh, but say they they came up with a cure for cancer right now. Wouldn't we be in the streets rejoicing like we finally beat the beast? This is the main thing. <laughs> Nobody needs to run fucking five Ks anymore, and and this is uh, you know uh, it, like that's something that we always talk about is the cure for cancer, the cure for cancer. AIDS was that thing for a while, and it kind of just slowly and quietly went away. Yeah, but, and and maybe it is because the the affluent uh, like white people in the world don't suffer from it so so they don't pay mu- as much attention to it whereas everybody's getting cancer and dying maybe that's what it is so may- i don't know i don't have this information but it just seems like aids for so long for such a, a, a period of time was such a giant thing that there should have been at least some party thrown when they cured it something should have happened well i think that it was i, I don't know as far as cures or treatments what, what's going on besides that little bastard <laughs> making the medicine way more expensive was that aids medicine well, yeah oh it, made, it went from like a dollar a pill to 33 dollars a pill or something ridiculous that's the uh, martin scarelli that's that the wu-tang guy right yeah and who the fbi just arrested oh you know what also i found out about him and not to throw you off and, we'll, and so remember where you're at because we're already all over the road in yeah, this fucking no. episode but um uh um, Jeff Rickley, the, the from from Thursday, started a record. Company. He looks like he has AIDS. <laughs> we <Allegedly>. are cured. <laughs> that, that, 
That's it. See, at the very least, when they cured AIDS, they should have had the lead singer Thursday go get on a microphone and be like, a megaphone and be like, we are cured. We are cured. Anyway. Um, he's like the poster child for AIDS. <laughs> that dude needs a steak. So he, he, uh, he has a record label, Collect Records. And, and Another record label? It's his own record label. And he was backed by that dude. That dude invested in a Martin record label. Scarelli? Yeah, and and then once once that shit came out with the AIDS and the Wu Tang and everything, I guess they had to pull out because all the bands. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> he wasn't. He didn't have a big blue condom for his record label. <laughs> but yeah, they had to get get out of it because it was uh, you know it, his money was actually what was running the label. I don't even know if the label it still exists or not. But he was in bed with the dude. Yeah, and I read and I read a. Uh, an article that that the dude Jeff was was saying that he met with him a bunch of times and the guy's real knowledgeable in music and he seemed passionate and his whole thing was look I'm just going to give you money you run it and do whatever you want I'm just going to back it and so he didn't like get a bad vibe from him or anything but mm-hmm. you know so yeah. so he got arrested yeah I don't know why uh, I know that he started to like you said he started getting real involved in music and. Um, he was like fame hungry. He wanted to be famous. I, mm-hmm. I guess that was, you know, his thing uh, uh, for getting into music in the first place. And he was one of the people that wanted to bail out Bobby Schmurda. Really? He's like, I'm going to put out the two mil to bail out Schmurda. And then like the next day he was arrested. So I don't know if it had something to do with Schmurda. <laughs> Or if he fucking committed murder. Do you think big farmer bros like doing drive-bys in the street, like fucking, <laughs> like fucking training day and shit? He he actually, uh, you know, he's got a big mouth. That little fucker. He actually got into beef with Ghostface. Like they were at him and Ghostface were at war for a while over the Wu Tang album. Not over the album, but but that Scarelli dude like proclaimed himself like a, a street soldier and <laughs> he grew up in the hood and shit and it, you know dude looks like fucking howdy doody and then he started just talking shit to ghostface and ghostface just tore him up and, and i don't know what the outcome of it was i know it was like a social media war you know they were like battling on facebook and shit i don't get the wu-tang thing Th- that was an album that they made right mm-hmm. that that uh they only sold one of yeah and you can't be listened to until a certain year or something like that? I don't know about the listening to, but I know they only made one and it was like, you know, encased in, you know, platinum or some shit or gold. And it was worth mad money. And that Scarelli dude bought it. If I was that Scarelli dude, the first thing I would do is fucking upload that shit to YouTube. Just give it to the fucking world. I mean, he's being greedy. I love the Wu Tang Clan, but you make an album that only one person can hear? Fuck that. Uh, yeah, I don't even get it. Share your gift with the world. I don't think anybody wants it because fucking Big Baby Jesus isn't on it. Oh, yeah, maybe not. You know, who the hell, you know, can't listen to fucking You God all day. (laughs) (laughs) So the way that you look at me sometimes when you say shit is fucking hilarious. Um, Wheels are turning. uh, I just hope that there's a lot of this. Pew, pew. (laughs) I've. For some new shit, new shit. Yeah, oh, and it's all, it's fucking uh, it's it's like clipping and distorted when it happens. It's like it, that that is what I always think of is that gravel pit fucking whatever Funkmaster Flex mix you had on on an audio tape. Well, that's it was like it was the coming remix. in the gravel pit, and it'd be like, fuck out the heart, fuck out the heart. The siren goes off, and then it, coming in my crap of it. I was like, yeah, "What is was, going on it in was this some world?" Bootleg version I got off Napster, <laughs> and then like the last verse just cuts out. 
<laughs> I would never listen to that shit all the way through. I would just download it. Napster was the best because anyone could just write anything, so there was no there was no consistency to shit. Like people would put up fucking like um like any pop punk song. It didn't matter who the fuck it was. Name the most fleeting fly by night was at, put out one song punk band like yellow card or something like that and then you'd go and download it off of napster and it would say green day on it like people yeah, just yeah, made yeah. and uh there there was actually uh, a lot of songs that i downloaded from napster in its heyday that i didn't know that there was actually another band for a very long time now i never bands like green day and stuff i knew but like let's say smaller bands that might kind of sound a lot like each other you know like if i took uh, and I knew this one too, but if I took Teriyaki Moto by Guttermouth and told you that that was a NoFX song, you would believe that's a NoFX song. I still think that's a NoFX He effect. sings <laughs> like Fat Mike in that song. Yeah. It sounds like NoFX. So that was one of those things where it would say, uh, you know, if you went on Napster to download, it would say NoFX, Teriyaki Moto. You'd f- spend years listening to it and then find out that it's Guttermouth five years later. Mm-hmm. And it's feel like a dick. Yeah. One thing I loved about Napster is that if I didn't know the name of the song, I would like type in a lyric. And it would come up as the song's title. And I'd be like, sweet, that's the song. <laughs> and then I would just call the song that for the rest of my life. <laughs> they, should, they should just name songs. I, you know, and, and I'm the, I write, I've written... <laughs> you name it. <laughs> I've, I've written a lot of songs in my life. And, and, uh, and I, I almost very rarely have I ever just named them whatever the chorus was. But that really should be like a fucking law. Just name it whatever the chorus is. Just get it over Whatever with. said the most. Stop with your fucking cute, cute names. Okay, hopefully I fixed the uh, AHI 5 supercomputer this time. <laughs> Sprinkle penicillin. We're on. having some technical <laughs> problems, and in the fact that oh. I've... How uh, you fucking knocked the headphones out again. This is this is a crazy fucking world <laughs> we're living in right now. I'm running on four hours sleep in the last 72 hours. A high five computers got fucking Mark Scarelli syphilis. Fucking, I gotta get the suicidal tendency band practice. <laughs> <laughs> All Richie wants is a Pepsi, and... <laughs> I feel, you know what I feel like right now? I feel like when you're a kid, when you're a kid and before you started getting high and you and your friend would have a sleepover and you'd stay up all night and around four and five in the morning, you're <laughs> so fucking tired that everything's funny. And it was yeah, like yeah. the first time you ever got that like buzzed feeling. That's literally what I feel like right now. <laughs> Is the world of work worth it? I don't know. <laughs> kind of enjoying this whole unemployed stint. I enjoyed it too, man. It was fucking, I got a lot of shit done. Did some traveling. Jumped out of fucking an airplane. <laughs> fucking. Uh, That's not on my list. <laughs> why not? I have no desire to skydive. None whatsoever? None at all. I'm not afraid of heights, but I feel like that's just so much work. It's not. Like, you know, like planning it, going on the plane, suiting up, worried about pulling the right cord. Well, you don't have to pull the cord. Oh, you're letting someone else pull your life cord? Yeah, a professional that does it like three times a day. What if he's having a bad day? What if he's like, oh, fuck. I, I, would, I trust the guy that I'm strapped to who does this all the time a hundred times more than I would myself. What if, I, what if you fucking... I don't even trust myself to walk over bridges because I think I might have a split fucking second where I throw myself off them. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way in hell I'm going to trust myself to pull a fucking chute when, I, and the, when I'm plummeting to the air for the, through the air for the first time. I, what if you can't find it? What if you open it and there's only pots and pans in it and <laughs> that's more realistic <laughs> but i'm saying like I, my whole thing is you know if i'm if, if something's gonna happen to me if i'm gonna you know be splattered on the ground or pull the wrong cord or whatever i want to do it myself i'm not gonna have some fucking bozo pull the wrong cord on me they're not gonna pull the wrong cord 
This is what they do for a living. I know, but it's 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 like fucking worried that that you know, like a fucking uh, an airplane pilot's going to crash a plane or something. You know, this is what the guy does all the time. He knows how to jump out of planes. It's what he does. Shit's crash. Nah, I'm telling you, it was a great experience. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Fantastic. I have no desire to jump out of planes. No desire to go deep sea diving. <laughs> okay, I'm fucking, yeah, I'm a land lover. <laughs> Deep sea diving was never on my uh, a bucket list, as they say. So I don't, I don't know where that comes in. I, I don't really see uh, people fucking chugging some Mountain Dew Code Red and then diving deep and snorkeling into the sea. It's not an extreme sport area. <laughs> I was area. wondering where Mountain Dew came in. I was like, I hate that shit. <laughs> people that drink Mountain Dew are just weird. Um, How you can drink something you don't know what the fuck it is. Speaking of uh, s- sperm counts, re- remember the uh, the old the old wives' tale that Mountain Dew decreases your sperm count. Yeah, what was that all about? I don't know. They said it was the yellow number five or something in it. Oh I don't great! B- so Twinkies lower your sperm count, so I'm fucked. I don't believe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it's true, but that was one of those things that everybody in the world knew. Yeah, and I'm surprised the Mountain Dew made it through that. Because I don't think pe- people are probably like sweet. You know, Mountain Dew is my prophylactic <laughs> oh like people were taking it in order to lower their sperm count <laughs> yeah like i'm gonna drink a couple of dudes and tonight no condom you just you come home a little randy after work and, and, and you're fucking uh getting your girlfriend all in the mood and you look her in the eyes and say don't worry baby i drank a two liter of mountain dew today <laughs> I, I guess i don't know She's i don't like, get it wait a minute you came inside me and you're like look at the dresser and there's five <laughs> empty dudes sitting there <laughs> yeah mountain dew is not a good soda no, nah. it's it's it kind of like fucking tastes piss. like cat. Piss. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say cat's piss, but you went with ram's piss. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Why don't you bring up a? Oh, I have a topic that I want to ask you about. All right. This is literally just a fucking rambling show. I apologize mm-hmm. to anybody. Hopefully by Friday I'll be well rested and, and ready to rock again. Oh, but Friday's uh, gonna be even more of a ramble. Friday's gonna be more of a ramble because after my first full week of uh, employment, I got a little drunk of. <laughs> I'm a little drank, I'm a little drank, drank. Oh, speaking of Fridays, did you see the new Friday the 13th video game? No. I'm about to take up video games just for that. Really? Yeah. Do tell. It's fucked up. You could either be Jason and kill, or you can be the counselors, and I guess you just run from them. I don't know what the counselors do. Or, Fuck or, in the woods? Yeah, try and start a car, and it doesn't start, <laughs> or something fucked up. Now, let me ask you a question. Is there a sheriff, and if so, does he get his back broken? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. But it's really fucking graphic, and it's, it's I watched like uh, an advertisement for it, and I got scared from a video game. I was scared. I was in the dark, and how I, I couldn't look at things because I thought like you know Voorhees. Really? Yeah. All right, I'm in. I'm, yeah. I'll fucking buy it. I got a PS4. I yeah. don't use it for anything, but I got one. I I want to play it. I'm like I have never had desire to play a video game ever since Micro Machines, and now this is out. What about the new Toe Jam and Earls coming out? Oh, yeah. That's going to wow, be huge. What a good year for video I know, games. I know. I know. We're going to drink some Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put on blue condoms. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna play fucking video games like we were children again that sounds awesome <laughs> <laughs> well the condoms would be just so that we could piss with the mountain dew out without having to get up and yeah. pause the game that's that's really all it is um what, what uh fuck now you threw me off of the video game thing i'm sorry yeah we're fucking all over the room no i know dude i'm fucking exhausted sorry it's, right. it's you know hey we're gonna have some of these shows every once in a while <laughs> Did you hear, fresh off the presses, it's all I've been reading all day, about the big Brangelina split? No. 
Mm. Oh, Brad and Angelina Dunzo. Angelina Jolie filing for divorce from Brad Pitt. Yeah? Yeah. Now, you know what that means, Richard? That Brad Pitt's finally back on the market. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now all the girls around here that could have had a chance yeah. now have a chance. Because, you know, it's like, you know, if we could like, do this thing where um, like we just each have a celebrity that if we slept with, uh, like if they showed <laughs> up, pass. we could sleep with them, it's a pass. And like, you know, mine's Brad Pitt, you know, like, <laughs> I hate when fucking people do yeah. that. And Angelina, she's you know she's pretty and all that, but I mean, she, number one, she's getting old. Number two, I mean, she peaked and girl interrupted. And as she got older, that skull has done some weird things. <laughs> <laughs> and number three, she fucked Billy Bob. Yeah, well, Th- that's I like, wouldn't mind being Eskimo Bros with Billy Bob. I mean, I love Billy Bob. I fucking uh, he I, probably has syphilis. I, I might, I might actually have sex with the man myself. <laughs> now let me play some jazz trumpet for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but he might be one of those dudes that if I found out a girl I was hooking up with was before me, I might be like, no thanks, because you know that they did some weird ass shit. She used to walk around with a vial of his blood on his uh, neck. Yeah, true. They had to do some crazy sexual shit to get to the point where she felt like wearing his blood on his neck. But, That's um, pretty cool, actually. But, I mean, Angelina Jolie's a, she, you know, number one, she's a hell of an actress. She's a decent director. I mean, yeah, she was hot when she was younger. And she might not be that anymore, but she's in her fifties now, and she had to have uh, she took the uh, she took the titties away. What are those called? Breast reduction? No, she she when they pre she found out that she had a high chance of getting um, oh. a breast cancer, so she actually got her breasts removed. Oh, and uh, like a mammalama. <laughs> but but I mean, as far as her like uh, you know as uh, contributing to society, all the shit she does, the, you know uh, what what is the word I'm looking for? Fucking. Um, a humanitarian, yeah, like humanitarian philan- efforts, and, philanthropy, yeah, and all that stuff. I mean, she's a fucking hell of a person. Yeah, and so was Brad Pitt in his own right. But uh, yeah, but I feel like he was forced into all that with her. Like she was like, Brad, we gotta bring water to Zimbabwe, and he's like, fuck. And he's like, do you remember that time you showed up at the Oscars with fucking Billy Bob Thornton's fucking blood <laughs> on your neck? Do you remember that, huh? They probably fought about that. <laughs> well, Billy Bob got to fuck you in the back of a car. Now I got seven kids and we're trucking through fucking Africa. For real. No, but uh, yeah, that's it. I, I read it today. The, the, the honeymoon is over. So you think uh, Jennifer Aniston's going to try and hop back on the Brad train? No, and I'll tell you why. Two words. Stinky pussy. Who's got the stinky pussy? Jennifer Aniston. She has to have a stinky pussy. Why? Because why are you she, ruining this? <laughs> because she, think about it. And this isn't my theory. She, she I'm like ripping. She I'm ripping this off of somebody, and I don't know who. And if, when if I find out, I'll give him the, all the credit in the world. But um, I heard this theory a long time ago, and I completely subscribe to it. That she has to have a smelly vagina because she's drop dead gorgeous. She seems like she's fun as shit and funny and like kind of like one of those girls. There's nothing else wrong. Can hang with the guys, yeah, but she can't keep a guy. She can't keep a guy. Uh, Guys are in and out of her fucking life like crazy. She has a gaper. They gotta fuck the walls out. (laughs) (laughs) Can I? Did I have I ever told that story on the podcast? can't say names no i would never say names are you kidding me oh my god every time we talk about an ex on this podcast i i get everyone thinks it's them like come on (laughs) get the fuck out of here well man maybe i shouldn't go ahead go ahead how are they gonna know they got a game (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure no one's told at one point in time uh faithful a high five listeners uh rtg ratch richard judana was uh going through a a heart-wrenching breakup and he was very upset 
and me being the best friend and confidant that I am, I said, let's go out to the bar and strap one on and fucking you could you could talk about it and get it out of your, your system. And you said, OK, so me and you went to the bar, just me and you uh, and and we were drinking and we were taking shots of whiskey and we're getting nice and tuned up and you were pouring your heart out to me for hours yeah, uh, you know, I don't know why this is happening. I think I, you know, I, th- th- she was the one. I fucked it up. I can't believe this. Blah blah. blah. This whole thing went on for hours and hours and hours and hours. You were, you, you might have squirted a couple tears out. You, you were you were very upset. One of the one of the most upset that I've ever seen you, especially over a girl o- over a relationship, because you normally can get past those things pretty quickly. And uh, and at the very end of this night. After we came to a conclusion, and you and you were and you were you were feeling a little appeased, you, you sucked up your, your your tears and and you said uh, at the very end of all this, after three hours, you looked at me and you go, you know what the one thing is though, <laughs> she had a really wide vagina. I mean, you had to like fuck the walls out. <laughs> that was my one good excuse. After all of that, that was what that was the funniest fucking thing in the world. I fucking fell out laughing. So yeah, Brangelina Oprah. Here's another thing. I thought it was Bradgelina. Why? What is it? Brangelina. Like it's some sort of fucking morning oh, like breakfast. She gets more of the name. She gets the full name. Yeah. He just gets the BR. The burr, yeah. <laughs> the B Rad. But I guess <laughs> B Rad is Rad. If um but I guess if it was Bradgelina, which I thought it was, he gets the full name. He gets the full name. Well, but then she, the oh, she just misses an N, though. The sweet irony of all of this, what is his name is William. Oh, in real life, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and which is funny as hell because if he went by the name Bill, his name would be Bill Pitt, aka Money Pit. Remix Money Pit. Something in the Money Pit. Bill Pitt. Sorry to hear it. Fucking Bill Pitt. You can go back to fucking Clooney now. <laughs> Allegedly. Dude. There's <laughs> He has so many housewives that it's their one uh pass, their one hall pass that he could just walk around just fucking sling cock wherever he wants. Yeah. Like it, it, it it's the craziest thing in the world that a woman would think any regular woman this guy has fucked every hot chick in the <laughs> world and you think he would show up at like the fucking at the the fucking stop and shop and see you see your fat ass leaning over the fucking <laughs> ground beef and be like that's it me and you tonight i hope you i hope you're married and if you are i hope you have a hall pass for me brad pitt who's gonna fuck you how many kids have you had over the ground <laughs> four kids you know what i really like a wide vagina that you have to fuck the walls <laughs> Sees you walking around the supermarket with an open box of Marmalos. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I, I was going to pay for these. <laughs> in what world do people live in where they think they're going to fuck Brad Pitt? That goes to show how strong peop- women believe that their vaginas are. Like, oh, yeah. like women believe that, that they have the, the power just because they're a woman. And let me say something. You're fucking right, but it's it's it sucks that yeah. you feel like you have that fucking power. Like there's an a, there's an average girl out there, like a four or five, a chick in her forties who spit out three kids. Has got some fucking dude who works the fucking the rails. Like some fat bald dude at home is the only guy that she's got her whole fucking life. And she in her heart thinks if I was to get dressed up and go to the club and meet Brad Pitt, 
Brad Pitt would fuck me <laughs> yeah. and literally does think that that's going to happen. Oh, my God. I seen uh, this shit on Facebook once, and it was a girl who probably is a four or five. I ain't got a number of judge chicks, but maybe she was like a six tops. <laughs> <laughs> but her thing was like, yeah, me and my girls went out last night, didn't pay for a goddamn drink. And her friends were like, oh, good for you, whatever. And she's like, yeah, there was so many guys there. I, I didn't even have to open up my wallet. They were buying drinks all night. And then the last, the last comment was, it said this, I shit you not, the power of the VJJ. <laughs> I was like, what a fucking cunt. <laughs> Who says that? Damn. The power of the VJJ. It's like, bitch, your VJJ. <laughs> they didn't, you know, I can imagine the dudes that were buying these drinks. You got to take the power back, yeah. like Public Enemy said. Got to take it back. That's why I don't fucking chase women. I, and, and, and it might be to my detriment, you know? I'm not exactly fucking swimming in, in in women right now at this point in my life but but i can't i i just can't chase i i'm maybe because i'm older and maybe because i've done it my whole life but i'm just done with chasing women i'll give them i'll let them know i'll let them know that i'm interested I, i'll flirt i'll uh I'll, I'll make them laugh i'll i'll even go as far as to say hey you know we should spend some time with each other or something like that <laughs> you know but but uh but there's there's no there there will be no ever from dev dag ever again will there be like the fucking just chasing and, and playing their games and trying to it, oh, yeah, it we're just, too old for that yeah shit. i know it's just it's ex- ex- exhausting yeah. but it still goes on even in our old age it yeah. still happens that's crazy. you know like chicks still feel the need to to play some sort of fucking you know V-J-J hard to get or something you know like <laughs> yes the jj games yeah, i guess it makes them feel better about themselves well i don't know and I, look i get it i get it i get that they feel like they have the power and they do because if you're uh, anywhere near even it doesn't even matter number one my idea of attractive or your idea of attractive doesn't matter every woman's attractive in their own way and there's always going to be a guy that's attracted to him so yeah. basically any woman who walks around but uh, uh, specifically the ones that are, let's say, traditionally attractive, like, you know, blonde, his thin blonde hair, nice figure or something like that, you know. But like, you know, they walk around and get fucking harassed <laughs> on a regular basis yeah, yeah. by the worst people in the world. So I understand why they might have an inflated self-worth of I could get any guy I want because there's literally guys throwing themselves at, at them, you know. But I mean, man, maybe I'll be maybe I'll be single for the rest of my life. I don't give a shit. At least you don't got to walk around pre-wearing a condom. <laughs> <laughs> this cock ring's doing all right, though. Yeah, it's holding up. Yeah, it's all right. It's still tight around the balls. <laughs> I'm, I, don't, I don't know. I kind of think that they go around the balls, too. Fuck that, I think man. you got to put the ring around your cock and then slowly pop one ball through the ring <laughs> oh, and then God, pop another ball me. through a ring. Am I the only dude in the world that wants no ball play whatsoever? If I'm watching a porno and dude gets his ball sucked, that's it. I'm physically ruined for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take medication. I'm in pain. <laughs> like, why? Where does that feel good? How does that feel good? It doesn't. It hurts. Uh, what if they pop off? Yeah. <laughs> what could possibly be holding the ball to your body besides one vein? It's, yeah, it's, one it's, a, it's a long ass, uh, like, stringy thing. Oof. I've seen balls outside of the sack, and they're. they're what? Yeah. Where? <laughs> I, I, we talked about this on the show. Unsacked I, ball? I, <laughs> I saw a unyarned ball out of the sack. <laughs> Oh God! And it looked like it looked like a bunch of spaghetti with like a little oh, fucking a little almond at the end of it. <laughs> On one of these surgery shows that my ex girlfriend used to watch oh, all the time. Yeah, I it sucks. Oh my God! The other night we were watching something where 
it was like like my five hundred pound shitty ass life. <laughs> <laughs> and this person went, you know, from fat to losing mad weight to all that, but not the HAT from fat <laughs> to now. You're nothing but danglers. You know what I mean? Oh, the, yeah. The loose skin. Yeah. Mm. The, the fucking big ZD skin. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so they got all like that. Like fucking Dr. Zoidberg skin. <laughs> oh, yeah. And this shit was dangling all over. So I forget how much they removed. They said how many pounds of dangler they removed. But they kept on laying. Every time they would lop off a dangler, they would lay it on like this fucking sheet as if to display it for the camera. And they, it looked like they laid out like seven racks of ribs. It was the most disgusting shit I've ever seen in my life. But that's Ugh. it. If you're that fat and then you lose mad weight, you're ruined. Like you're 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 sagging. You know what I mean? You're you're spaghetti body. What you got to do, and and I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure this works, is you go to the store and you get yourself a bunch of those chip clips, and then you just pull all your skin <laughs> to your back, and then just chip clip your back so it looks really good from the front, yeah. and it's all cinched up in the back. Yeah, but then you look like a stegosaurus. <laughs> All these clips down your back. Well, hey, or like man, you have spina bifida. Like I said, I'm not a doctor, so but that's as good as I could go. Oof, man, that shit's rough. Because that or uh, it, the mm, <laughs> 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 fuck, we gotta we gotta fucking cut out of here soon. My syphilis is kicking in. And the crazy thing is, both of us are completely sober. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> Like, I've done this show drunk before. You've done this show on fucking God knows what. <laughs> Whatever fucking John Belushi died of, you were fucking, you were on it. And uh, and we've had more coherent intellectual conversations than just fucking being super tired. Well, there's the answer. Say what you were going to say. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I was going to say... If you're not getting the fucking spaghetti lopped off, you're in the least going to look like a turtle that's shell came off. You right. know what I mean? That weird ass, you know, where your chin connects to your fucking breastbone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That one big ass spaghetti chin. I don't know. It's <laughs> fucked up. It's fucked up. 600 pound life. Well, but I guess the the, op- the other option would be to be uh, morbidly obese and have high blood pressure and probably died in an earlier <laughs> age. So I guess if, I would rather lose skin if if I had to choose. Yeah, but does getting skin lopped off help your blood pressure? You still have a shitty diet. You're just getting skin lopped. Well, no, weight does, though. Weight has a lot to do with that. Uh, Carrying the weight. Carrying the weight, Uh, yeah. Carrying weight, like uh, uh, excessive weight. uh, Weighs down the heart. It puts uh, your whole body's in stress the whole time. It's like living in stress, you know? So, and and not not even just like your legs and your knees and all that shit, but yeah, your heart, your respiratory system, all, you know, blood pressure, all that shit. Damn, Andre the Giant's life must have sucked. Well, he could drink 100 beers at a sitting, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. Didn't he drink a keg as if it was like a nip? Yeah. <laughs> you fucking, crazy. And and then if you really wanted to, you could get two girls to sit on your forearms and just fucking <laughs> and hold pose. them up like that, which is nice. He got to hang out with Carrie Ells and, and, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. and fucking those dudes. And so. the Inconceivable guys. Seen- <laughs> inconceivable guys. <laughs> they just had a... Uh, a Princess Bride reunion where they all got together for like a photo shoot or whatever. And they're all like posed in their Princess Bride like scenes or whatever. And then you just see a picture of Andre's face. Just, I know. You saw that? Yeah, I saw I it. fucking lost I it. I shed a little bit of a tear. I was like, oh, Andre, you died at your father's funeral. Oh, he did? Or the same, whatever. He was at his father's funeral, I, I believe. And then like that night died. Damn. Died dead. And then I had to get the piano ready. <laughs> 
they had to get the torches. <laughs> Why are we making fun of Andre the Giant? I, I love the guy so much. Okay. I love him so much. I miss him. A pretty lady. <laughs> Dream of large women. All right. Do you have anything else to say? No, I have to go to sleep. Not. I have to go to sleep. I guess Four I hours. do too. Four fucking hours in like in the last three days. Like I'm I'm losing it. Yeah. Take a rest. Listen. Anybody who sat through this episode. We thank you. I'm glad we got to this good list of things. Yeah, bring them on Friday. We'll talk about it. We just we just yelled uh, blue condom for 45 minutes and then talked about Bradgelina for five, and that was the whole episode. Go on iTunes and leave a review. Once we have 100, we're going to throw a party. I promise that's going to happen, but we got to get the reviews first. And uh, we'll see you on Friday for hopefully a more coherent show. Yeah, we'll get there. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.